platform, Sergei Rachmaninov, uh, second string quartet, second unfinished string quartet, because his first quartet was also unfinished. And uh, the reason why, because uh, he mostly composed the symphonies, and I think uh, we know very few uh, chamber music pieces of him. It's like two trios, right? What else? Do you know anything else? I don't think so. Cello Sonata. Cello Sonata, yes, of course, Cello Sonata. That's actually a very funny story about it. The famous um, violinist Nathan Milstein uh, met Rachmaninoff in here, in a way, and they played his trio, uh, Milstein, Horowitz, and Gregor Piatigorsky played for Rachmaninoff his trio, and Rachmaninoff was very happy and excited about their performance, and then Milstein asked, uh, like, excuse me, uh, you know, you have a beautiful cello sonata, why, do, why you haven't write anything for violin, any violin sonata? He said, like, why would I compose violin sonata if I have a cello? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a true story. Yeah, and so Rachmaninoff moved here to LA after uh, Russian Revolution in uh, 1917, and he was always homesick here, and he never actually wanted to move out of Russia, and, and he's, I think, the, like, a turning house, like, turning point, a flipping point, when he really decided to go there, when his workers who worked for him, they threw his piano through the window. And he decided it's probably time to go, it's probably time to leave. Yeah, and he stayed there, here, I mean, in LA for a couple of years because he has like a very, very bad depression here. He couldn't compose at all. He moved to Switzerland, and uh, he, but he was touring a lot here as a pianist. As a pianist, he not never wanted to do this, but uh, he said that unfortunately now I have to practice again. I have to practice piano, and because he had to play so many concerts. We are lucky to have all these wonderful recordings of his music and not of his music. I personally think he's the greatest pianist of all the time. Anyway, the Rachmaninoff piece, the Rachmaninoff Unfinished Quartet, will be followed by Rina Ismail piece. It's a living composer, so we better just play her piece. <laughs>
just uh, we just discovered her beautiful piece is very oriental. It says because she is, I guess she's from India. To try to put the Indian style, so that's what we try to do. Just <laughs> me. Yes, and I think that's it's a beautiful piece, and this piece has def definitely great structure, great structure, because this piece is like how many, like eight or nine minutes long, and it feels like a two minutes for me. It's so beautifully, beautifully composed. But I probably can give you more information. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and Seattle Symphony. And Seattle Symphony as well. Yeah. We're so glad that our audience is more prepared than <laughs> that's amazing. She's and 39 years old. Only 39, but she sounds like she's been writing music forever. Five hundred at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love her work. So now something totally different. Arnold Schoenberg the father of the second Viennese school and the 12-tone note row, atonal music. This is a huge departure from all of Western music before him. This is Opus 10, officially his first atonal piece. Uh, up until this point, um, there were some unusual harmonies, but really it was predominantly melodic, the music that he wrote. Opus's op opera one through nine. But opus 10, different story. The first atonal piece, 1908, he composed this. He dedicated it to his wife, whom he did not know was cheating on him with their neighbor and friend. That's why it's atonal. Yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly. That, that set him off onto this atonal path. Uh, <laughs> Um, because we're here in Los Angeles, in, in really the heart of film, um, I'd like to uh, frame this uh, from a film scoring perspective. And I can tell you just a little bit about Arnold Schoenberg, the, uh, the hopeful film composer. Uh, he moved here to LA, actually to Brentwood, in 1934 at the age of 60. He had his youngest child at the age of 66, six years after he moved to Los Angeles. When uh, news hit that Schoenberg had moved into town, Alfred Newman, no less than Alfred Newman, called him for lessons. He wanted to study with Arnold Schoenberg. Schoenberg was notoriously serious, uh, quite, quite a difficult man to get along with. Um, he was approached by a, a studio head to score a movie. Schoenberg demanded two things, $50,000, which was a lot, and complete control of the dialogue of the movie. <laughs> because he assumed, since he was scoring the movie, that he would also be writing the Sprechstimme <laughs> that would go along with his music. <laughs> of course, this was not allowed. They moved on to the next composer. <laughs> Opus 10, his second quartet, first movement.
So the next piece will be by Igor Stravinsky, composer who lived uh, in Los Angeles between 2000, I think, like 36 and until he died in 72, I think, yeah, 72. So like almost 30 years. And the interesting story about this piece, he also more famous as composer for more symphonic or piano pieces and also very, very few uh, compositions for his string quartet. Actually, I know two original things, and both uh, pieces were commissioned by quartet named, I can never remember it, Flo, Flanzele, Flanzele Quartet. And the interesting story about this quartet, this quartet was founded by American businessman in, uh, in like a big uh, banker and a broker, and uh, he wanted to develop a culture, a chamber culture in Los Angeles. And it was a little weird way because he hired guys, they were living in his villa, in his house, and they were obligated to practice every day, two hours at least, for six days a week. And they uh, couldn't, according to my contract, they couldn't take any other work, any other work. So we're just like, it's a little strange, right? So we're just like living there, practicing two hours, and we're performed. And uh, this piece Stravinsky composed when he was in Switzerland, when he was about to move to one of uh, Coco Chanel houses in Paris. And uh, yeah, and they were performed this piece a lot uh, during their world tour. And now we will perform it for you, because this piece is not very often being performed on a stage, and it's a great piece, I think.
love that piece. Stravinsky was asked to write a score. He, 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 wrote, he wrote several scores. There we go. He wrote several scores. He wrote a piece also that we call The Firebird that was uh, attractive to Disney Productions for their upcoming show, Fantasia. Um, maybe is it the first time to put the classical music and animation together? At his house, Stravinsky was uh, encountered by some representatives of, Dis of Disney. They said, Igor, we want to give you $5,000 to use your, uh, what was it? Uh, Firebird. No. Write a spring. Write, Write a spring. Thank you. Write a spring for our Fantasia. And he said, 5000 that's not nearly enough. <laughs> and the representative said, well, you know, it's not under copyright. We could use it and not pay you anything. <laughs> Do you still want the 5000 He said, yes. <laughs> now we're moving over to our friend Erich Wolfgang Korngold. Not an accident that his middle name is Wolfgang. His father was a very sophisticated musician and really cultivated young Erich to become a wunderkind, a really a child prodigy. Uh, he composed a lot of works um, uh, in his single digits and then in his, into his teenage years. Um, this is Opus 26, premiered in 1934, just before he started working in Los Angeles, 1935. Uh, he had composed a lot of operas already at that point, and he really divided his time when he was working in Los Angeles between LA and Vienna, where his serious concert works, especially these operas, were being premiered. Uh, uh, this was a, a kind of a frenzied schedule that Korngold liked to keep. Um, he didn't last too long. He passed away in 1957 in North Hollywood. Uh, he wrote uh, a lot of great pieces. Uh, he wrote, I think, something about 68 minutes of 90 minutes of music for, for uh, Robin Hood. Uh, lots of, lots of, lots of music. And so, this is his second quartet, first and second movements.